Hey, coffee people, Joel here. Hey, for this episode of the Craft Your Own Coffee podcast, we're going back into the archives a bit with an interview I did with Byron Dote of Sweet Maria's Coffee in Oakland. Uh, this was a sit-down opportunity at their headquarters back in January of 2020, right before the pandemic. Little did we know, right? Um, and I thought this conversation was good to bring back to the, to the radar for, for all of us as a, almost a sequel to last week's uh, conversation around just the financial case to be made for roasting your own coffee at home. The interview that Byron and I had, I learned so much from it, but it's kind of the next phase. Like, um, so here's the financial, the business case, which I always like. Like, if I'm going to invest money, I want to sort of know what my return is. Um, and what Byron talked about with me a couple of years ago was how to get started. Like, what are the questions to ask? What's the equipment to look at? So I thought this would be good uh, if, you, if last week sparked some curiosity for you to listen to Byron's words of wisdom. Also, another plug, if you haven't looked at the Google Sheets uh, financial model that I created last week, I'll put it in the show notes. Plug in some numbers, see what it would take for you to pay yourself back to roast your own coffee at home. Enjoy, guys. Season four of the Craft Your Own Coffee podcast is supported by Sweet Maria's Home Coffee Roasting. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know of my love and respect for Sweet Maria's. They are curators of some of the highest quality green coffee from around the world. Their selection is incredible. Their attention to detail is impeccable. And they're built to serve the home coffee enthusiasts like you and me. So this season, for all you coffee people listening, Sweet Maria's is giving us 15% off one order of green coffee between now and July 1st, 2022, by using the discount code CYOCOFFEE, all caps, one word, at checkout. CYOCOFFEE. Super generous. Big shout out to Byron and Tom and the team at Sweet Maria's for being awesome and supportive of our community of home coffee lovers. Visit SweetMaria's.com to check them out. Tell me a little bit about yourself, your role with Sweet Maria's, and then I'd love to hear a little bit about the, the story of Sweet Maria's. Um, well, I'm Sweet Maria's marketing person, and I've been with Sweet Maria's for almost a decade now. It doesn't seem that long, but it's it's a fun place to work, so I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, yeah, so I do our marketing, uh, social media, uh, graphic design, photography, stuff like that. Awesome. Yeah. How would you describe uh, Sweet Maria's as a company? We, we're kind of a weird island in, in like this ocean of coffee businesses because not a lot of people do what we do. We're not a coffee roastery per se. We're not a importer per se. We're not a cafe. And the fact that we import coffee to um, supply to home coffee roasters, we're, there's only a couple of companies in the U.S. that do what we do. So we're kind of a unique business. That's awesome. Yeah. You got a niche for sure. Yeah, definitely. You have captured my attention. You guys have been around since the 1990s. Yeah, 1997. Um, story has it. Tom, the owner of the company, ended up with a big bag of green coffee in his basement. And he's looked at it and said, what am I going to do with this? And in 1997, created a little website, um, cut the bag into smaller bags and started reselling them online. And now we're here. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So your primary customer 
since the very beginning has been someone like me, right? Totally. That wants yeah. to roast coffee at home. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's right. Still, that's still your primary customer. Yeah, our, our bread and butter is the home coffee roaster. We do have a wholesale business called Coffee Shrub where we sell larger bags, so 50, ba- 50 pound bags, 100 pound bags, um, full bags of coffee to uh, coffee roasteries. But um, the home roaster is still our bread and butter. Tell me a little bit about, um, from your experience here at Sweet Maria's and just being around home roasters like me, uh, of all probably shapes and sizes and interest levels, like what's been your experience for people uh, that are getting into home coffee roasting about why it matters? Like what, what gets someone into home roasting? Basically just the, the taste. I mean, usually people who start roasting their own coffee at home, once they get the hang of it, it's pretty addicting because most people haven't had coffee taste that good before. Um, we're so used to drinking commercial coffee, and if you're of a certain age, you, you're used to drinking bad commercial coffee and, and having it in your head like that this is supposed to taste good. If it's bracing, if you're shocked by it, if, if, it, if it moves your bowels in the morning, it's good for you. And like uh, it's not necessarily good for you. It doesn't always taste good. So... Roasting your own coffee, if you start off, start off with good green coffee and roast it to whatever level you like, it's going to taste a lot better. That's awesome. Man, and that, that's totally been the experience for me. I feel like sometimes the barrier, because you and I were talking before we turned turn the microphones on, and you were asking me about my, my roasting journey and my roasting story. Right. And when, I, when friends of mine or family members or other people um, hear that I, I love coffee, I'm kind of a coffee guy. And they ask me what I do at home, and I tell them I roast coffee. Usually, more often than not, the response is, oh, man, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> that's incredible. But in reality, and I shared this in a previous episode, um, you know, people have been roasting coffee at home for the, the majority of the, the life of coffee, right? Yeah, Since it was totally. discovered. Totally. It's only in the last couple you know, centuries that it's become more common to buy pre-roasted coffee or instant coffee or whatever. Yeah, it, it used to be very normal to roast your own coffee at home. Um, before commercialism kind of took over the roasting aspect of it, people would buy green coffee from the Sears catalog, and, and the, there was like these steel little roasters you'd put over your, your oven and roast coffee at home or on your porch or something. And um, yeah, that kind of went away with um, instant coffee and, and the rise of the cafe. Do you feel like it's coming back, home roasting? Yeah, in a sense, um, mainly with hobbyists, but um, it would be nice to see it kind of get more on, the, on a mainstream kind of level it's just uh it does take a little bit more time as you know it takes a little bit more time than stopping in at your local cafe so that's the kind of the trade-off but uh having control over your coffee and and having the best coffee you ever had is kind of a a nice trade-off too (laughs) yeah no kidding what do you what do you see as some of the most common barriers for someone that um that would keep them from home roasting because they just maybe don't know know enough about it just a lack of information people think um you know like you said a lot of people think it's this really intimidating thing um it takes too long it's too messy and it's really not what you can kind of like make things work for you like it doesn't have to take your whole sunday like if you want if you're a two coffee drinker household you could roast enough coffee for yourself on a sunday in just a matter of half an hour max depending on your machine and stuff um you can there's machines that help clean up the chaff, which is like that paper-like stuff, substance that comes off your coffee. Um, yeah, so it's not not that. I mean, it's less work than brewing beer, or yeah. less work than making bread or something. So, and yeah. I think that's probably that's an eye-opening statement, probably for a lot of people that yeah. would think that it's much more complicated to roast coffee than some of those other things you just mentioned. Yeah, and I think what's intimidating too is some people they end up going down the wrong path when they start researching it online, and they start finding the articles about 
the, the science of it. They start seeing the articles about like specific roast levels and, and roast curves and graphs and everything. And that can be very intimidating as well. But the reality of it is that you're just applying heat to green coffee and you're turning it brown. Yeah. And once you kind of get that locked in, you can make it as complicated as you want or make it as simple and easy as you want and go from there. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, perfect. All right. Perfect segue. Thanks <laughs> for that because I, I want uh, to hear your advice that you'd give to someone that's listening to this, uh, this episode and is like, man, I think that um, I'd like to get my hands on, like just getting, get my hands dirty with trying home roasting. So if I'm a beginner or if I, I want to be a beginner in home coffee roasting, Maybe I don't want to spend a ton of money. Maybe I'm, I just want to tinker and sort of see if I like it or not. What advice would you give to someone as far as where to start? Um, just do a little bit of research in the beginning and kind of figure out like what your goals are. And then just start off with like a, you can start off with a skillet or a hot air popcorn popper and just go from there. Um, you might mess it up in the beginning, but your second or third roasts are, are going to be good. So, how would I yeah. do it with a skillet? Because most people have skillets at their house. Yeah, I've tried it before and I burned everything. <laughs> how would how would someone try that at just, home? Just just see? put put it on medium high heat and yeah. put put some coffee in it. You know, a couple ounces of coffee, green coffee, and just keep it moving. As long as you keep it moving with a whisk or a wooden spoon, um, you can shake the pan too. As long as you don't have beans in contact with the the metal for too long, like on on the front side of the bean or the back side of the bean, just keep it moving, and then you know. You're going to see like little spots where it's kind of burning and whatever, but the fact that you're able to do it in a frying pan is pretty amazing. Yeah. 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 And then, all right, tell me about popcorn popper. Because I told you that that was like a really eye opening, this can't be real type of thing, but it is a real thing. It is a real thing. And, and somehow, some way, um, someone, some coffee roaster figured it out one day that, like, hey, a popcorn popper works. And it became kind of like the go to machine. We, we call it the gateway coffee roaster because it doesn't cost a lot of money you know you can get it at your big box stores we sell one on on our website that we, we really like um but yeah it's the perfect way to get started because it takes a lot of the guesswork out for you once you kind of figure out your batch and you understand the concept of coffee roasting you can just put coffee in um and make it turn brown dump it out cool it off and you're good and it doesn't produce roasts that are any less than a a top end roaster you mm. can get really really good results from a popcorn popper yeah yeah and we're talking like 20 bucks yeah as, yeah to start out yeah for something like that to yeah. just sort of get your feet wet right yeah that's how i started um and um okay so what if what if i've done that or if i've got a little bit of disposable income or um want to go a little bit further than popcorn poppers because in my experience the popcorn popper was amazing because i didn't have to invest too much and it gave me a great result and i realized that i really enjoyed the process too. Uh, and the smell, like it smells like baking bread. Yeah, um, yeah. That's how I, I think about it when it's when it's going <laughs> through the roast process. It's actually a, like a, a lovely smell. But um, to take that next step, so if if someone wants some of the downsides of the popcorn popper is you can probably only put like a fourth of a cup. Yeah. Of, of yeah. green beans in, right? Yeah. So you're not getting a whole lot of output. Yeah. So if I want to do a little bit more, what's what's the next thing I should think about? You definitely got to think about getting yourself a machine that's made for coffee roasting. Um, if you look online, if, if you have disposable income, coffee roasting is there for you as well. It'll, it, it'll take your money. Um, <laughs> yeah, there, there's machines that, that will roast up to a pound, and there's machines that are coming out that roast even more than that for home use. 
So um, one of the, I tell people one of the worst things about coffee roasting is that once you get started, your friends and family start mooching off of you and they think that you can just start pumping coffee out at any given time and you start losing money on shipping, sending it to friends across the country and whatnot. Um, so a popcorn popper just doesn't hack it anymore. Mm -hmm. um, you know, machines like the Be More do up to a pound and the, the Bullet roasts even more. So um, yeah, but machines are getting bigger and better and, and they're all made for home use. That's awesome. Yeah. What... Um, We've all gone into specialty coffee shops and seen like the big commercial drum mm -hmm. roaster, right? Yeah. That's probably not accessible for many people financially, but also just like space-wise in their own homes. But it, if if I'm looking to like, if I do want to roast for family and friends, um, what's what's the machine you might point me towards that could help me do higher quantity, but um, not be the big drum roaster that wouldn't fit anywhere in the house? Yeah, I mean, there's there's small machines like I said, the Be More costs. Uh, 300 something dollars and it does it does a pound at a time does a really good job um the bullet roasts even more than that and if you want to get even bigger than that there's machines that are kind of like riding the cusp between home and commercial use that are really good too there's one called the sono fresco um it's a beast of a machine so uh, if you're like size size wise it's, yeah it's a big okay. heavy machine i mean you can carry it with you know, one person can carry it, but you're not going to want to move it around your house gotcha. too much. Yeah. So it's more of like a garage type roaster. Um, if you're in, if you're making coffee for like, if you're roasting coffee for uh, like farmers markets or like a, like small sales or whatever, then you know that might be a good machine for you as well. Gotcha. Yeah. And you have all all these here. Right? Yeah, we like don't we sell a Sono Fresco anymore. Gotcha. But um, we do sell the Bullet. We do sell the Be More. Yeah. And pretty much everything in between. Um, so the thing with coffee roasters is you want to figure out what work what you want. So in terms of Real estate on your countertop, that makes a big difference. Um, if you have a way to, to route smoke out your kitchen, that's another thing to factor in. So uh, we always recommend taking some time to research what's best for you because a lot of people uh, contact us and say, what's the best coffee roaster? Mm. And there really is no right answer for that. It's, well, what's, what's the best one for you? Yeah. And that, you know, we wouldn't want to sell a, a, a machine that roasts one pound at a time to someone who only drinks two cups throughout the week yeah. and vice versa. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, I'm take take you down that trail that you just opened up too. So if I'm if I'm curious and I'm wanting to get started, um, the key questions to ask if I'm hearing you right are like quantity, right? So how much yeah. how much do I actually want? Mm -hmm. Is this just for me and my family? Um, maybe price is another question. Yep. Like how much am I willing to spend? What totally. are all, what are the other key questions that someone should ask themselves? Um, there's the DIY factor too. Yeah. So it depends how much cleanup you're willing to do. Um, you know that's the reason why. Not everyone uses a popcorn popper because it does create a mess because you, you have chaff flying out the top of it. And if you're doing that in your kitchen without any way to clean it up, it's going to make a mess of your kitchen. Mm -hmm. So you got to figure out a way to clean that up. Um, whereas if you spend more money on a machine that's made for coffee roasting, it will um, catch all that chaff and you can just dump it out all at one time. Um, there's a smoke factor too. Some machines do burn off the smoke as it, your coffee's roasting. Um, where others don't, so you got to find a way to get that smoke out of your kitchen. Or if you're if you're always like here in California, we always have nice weather, so you could always roast outside. If you're in the if you're in Minnesota or something during the wintertime, you're you know that's not going to happen. Yeah. So you know you got to kind of take those things into consideration. That was, that's great. Those are great tips. Just to frame how you're thinking about it before yeah, you jump in and totally. invest invest yeah. some hard-earned money. Yeah, right. Absolutely. That's good, man. And uh, we'll spend our, the next uh, episode you and I are going to record will be a little more focused. We've been talking a lot about roasters mm -hmm. and equipment and kind of uh, intro questions here. I'd love to spend our next conversation around more around green beans and what happens to beans during roasting mm -hmm. and just kind of 
help folks understand um, a little bit more about that side cool. too. So, um, any any last words on this topic of kind of getting started or tips for folks that are like, hey, I think I want to, I think I want to get into home roasting. Any other resources you'd point them to 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 learn more? I know your website has a ton of resources. Yeah, on we're like seventy well. percent info and thirty percent retail. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, I, I, think, I appreciate that personally. <laughs> even if I worked for another company, I would definitely say go check out sweetmarias.com. Yeah. Just because we've we rarely ever get rid of our web pages or blog posts. Whenever we post information, it, it's it's there. Yeah. So there's information that's been there since 2000, 1999 and all that. So um, there's just a ton of good, good information there for you to check out. Um, if you're thinking about getting into home roasting, just, just do it. I mean, it's not, it's not as intimidating as you think it is. You know, you just turn green coffee brown. Yeah. And if you want to make it more complicated, you can. But basically, you're roasting coffee. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, man. Well, thanks, Byron.